Michelle and Emma. I'm Michelle. I'm Emma. And today we have two very special guests. We are very excited. So excited. It's Talia. Talia. <laughs> Yay. Welcome. 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 Thank you so much for coming. And of course, we have our Big Kids of God friendship yes. bracelets for you. Yes. Yay. And we'll just, oh, um, the rules are. You wear it forever. Forever and ever. And then the second rule is. Must be the first rule. Yes, yes. nailed it, nailed it. I love it, guys. Um, love and it. yes, um, as you can see, that we are running out of letters, so <laughs> it just they're really custom. You can do one of anything kind. with unique, pen. created just as God wanted them to be created, Aww. just like us. Ah, oh, see, it's beautiful, guys. <laughs> love it. Thank you. How are you guys going today? Good. Yeah, it's nice and cool in here. It is living the best life. Super hot outside. <laughs> Yay for being on holidays, though. Yes. Woo. Two so weeks good. in. How are you feeling? Half. Not good. bored yet. Relaxed. Definitely not. Kind of. <laughs> oh, okay. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you just feel like sitting there on your phone mm. and you're like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The whole year. The whole year I stack up projects. I'm like, that's a Christmas holidays thing. Christmas holidays. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I come to the Christmas holidays and I've got more stuff to do than during the term. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what sort of things are you, have you saved for the uh, holidays? All kinds of like cleaning stuff, organizing stuff, yeah. even just like, oh, I should make these people things for their birthdays just to get ahead and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's Sounds, so organized. Yeah, so that's, productive. Look, that's what I aspire to be. Mm. That's the Teach kind of. Teach me your ways, yeah. please. <laughs> so, what do you guys do? Tell Work, us about school, yourselves. Study. So, we're both at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in grade, just finished grade 10, and Jess just finished grade 11. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So um, many years. Yeah. And then we both. I have a job at a cafe as mm-hmm. well on weekends and stuff like that. Go to church, spend time with friends. So much nice. fun. I am a receptionist just at a local physio, which is super handy. I love being in like the medical kind of environment. And then we're both really good at like getting involved with leadership stuff at school. So cool. lots That's of awesome. opportunities to volunteer and help out. Awesome. That's so cool. That's so cool. Do you have post school plans yet? Ooh, I would love to get out of school and study medicine to mm-hmm. become a doctor and then Ooh. go all around the world, like volunteering or even like on the mercy ship would be so, so That's cool. So, so I always awesome. say I'm going to be married with three kids by the time Jess graduates. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody laughs, but it's honestly true. Yeah, um, chances are. I don't hate school. Yeah. I love the people and I work hard at it, but it's not like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I couldn't choose a degree that takes like more than four years yep. and know that I'm signing myself up for that one yeah but I think I'd love to do like a YWAM or some longer term mission volunteer service training type thing after awesome. high school that'd be so cool and then see from there so that's yeah that's so cool oh my gosh so I guess following on from these things talking a lot about volunteering about um mission trips church life <laughs> tell us a bit about your Christian life your church life what are you involved in and and do you consider yourself Christians So I would definitely consider myself a Christian. I've been really lucky to grow up in the Uniting Church for my whole life. Um, And especially with a lot of things that our churches are really good at and my family is really passionate about, we've been able to go on lots of mission kind of trips overseas to East Timor and all over Asia, which is really, really cool. And that's definitely been a really strong part in my faith journey to be able to live out your faith in places that you might not be so comfortable with. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I think ditto a lot of that. I always found it interesting with your other guests, how so Mm. many of them were almost hesitant to say that Mm. they were Christian. I didn't think it would be like a point of consideration, you know? Mm -hmm. But then as I was thinking about that more, I realized that it kind of is. 
And a couple of months ago, I was like, I almost don't want to call myself a Christian because that word is so different to what it used to mean. Yeah. Everyone has a different understanding of what it is. And it comes with so many like preconceived conceptions and things like that. But like at the core of it, I am a Christian and yeah. I want to follow Jesus and in his footsteps. And like I desire to know more and more of him. So yeah. That's awesome. And so what, um, you said you're part of the Uniting Church. So what church do you go to? How are you involved in that space? The yeah, the Gap Uniting Church. <laughs> They're my babies. <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah. I've um, known Emma for a really long time. It blows my mind. We've both grown up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Together. Um, it just blows my mind. I was talking to someone the other day. So Talia and Jess and their younger sister, Ella, mm-hmm. moved from Forbes mm-hmm. to the Gap when your dad was uh, called to be our minister. And it was like, how long ago was it? 12 years. Yeah. Oh my and so you guys like were babies that. and uh-huh. I was just a little bit more than a baby. Because <laughs> they also and kind of a baby. It blows yeah. my mind now that like we're mm-hmm. big kids. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, so cool. Just like thinking about, I remember when you guys first came and we'd make you guys like little friendship bracelets together. This. And um, I always... Um, Still making us friendship bracelets. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Nothing's changed. But um, I always remember it was a win when I came to church and Talia didn't criticise my outfit. Oh, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I didn't know about this. You were probably like really? four or oh five. You were little. Yeah. What did I say? You'd just be like, mm, I don't like your outfit today. <gasps> really? Oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> Sorry, I, I should have just like thrown that the in there. Out. <laughs> I definitely say that about That's our younger so sister Ella. Funny. She used to wear like purple boots and like polka dot tights and like a scratch shirt. And I was like, Ella, you cannot wear that. Yeah. Didn't know no. I said that about you. Were you were never too. like rude or anything. It was oh. just so funny. That like, sounded so pretty rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, we cry have not heard about this. So That's sorry. So funny. No, <laughs> fond memories. It's the same with us now. Like we get to watch other people grow up in that yeah, church and have memories of everyone from we when we were so young and mm. some people that like know our parents from when they were growing up and things like that like it's another family it really is yeah. like a second mm-hmm. home which is cool That's church cool. is really cool for that kind of thing yeah, yeah. and I, I have to say it's been such a blessing watching you guys grow up and being part of sort of in different ways being part of your journey you mm. being part of my journey but being able to now see both of you interact with the younger ones and the older ones and make those connections and like continue that sort of legacy and that mentoring and it's just been it's just been such a blessing to see that so we're family (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome Michelle. so um Tali you kind of touched on this before um when you were sort of considering like when as you were reflecting on like calling yourself a Christian I guess Mm -hmm. um but do you think that people see young Christians accurately like how do you how do you feel about how people perceive Well, I think because everyone is different, obviously, Mm -hmm. everyone and the way they live out their life as a Christian is different. Mm -hmm. So even if someone has one understanding of a Christian that is accurate or young Christians in one sense, that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it is in every sense or in every church, every denomination, things like that. So I think sometimes, yes, definitely. Sometimes we might be overlooked or not given a voice as much, but I even think what you guys are doing now helps to fix some of that. yeah, I think a bit similarly, um, a lot of younger Christians are looking for really new things or looking to kind of broaden their understanding of what it means to be a Christian. But at the same time, I know for me personally and for lots of people at our church, it is so nice to be at a service with all of the older people as well mm-hmm. and to be able to keep the traditions going um, 
because Jesus lived 2,000 years ago. So it's so amazing when we have communion or do things that have been literally passed down for thousands and thousands of years. Mm. And I think lots of older people don't think we maybe value that as much as we do because it's so cool to be a part of something bigger than right now and to know that what is in the church now is going to be keep going for hundreds and hundreds more years. Mm. Not everything needs to change. And I almost think because we grew up in the church, in particularly this church, the way that we're treated or the opportunities that we're given because people know us might Mm. be like slightly different. And I... I mean, I love that for us. Mm. Like, I love being able to get involved, um, that sort of thing. But I think if we weren't in that situation, it might be harder. We might have mm. to seek the opportunities rather than mm. them being presented to us or someone being like, hey, can you, I don't know, say the Bible verse or can you do this prayer instead of us going to them? Yeah. Mm. that makes sense? It's, it becomes a bit of a cycle yes. in that, like, yeah. Yeah. in that sort of... And so I suppose... Um, you know, how can we be aware of that so that we can reach out to others and and make sure that those who everyone might not know yeah. um, have, have a connection and have, yeah. an oppor- have opportunities. That's a really good point. I think um, building on that a little bit, like a couple of the conversations I've been involved in lately around like building leaders and and how do we continue to develop leaders like within the church? Um, we talk a lot about kind of tapping people on the shoulder yeah. and kind of helping yeah, people to realise their own potential. Yeah. Um, because like me, like I didn't grow up in the Uniting Church, but through connections that I've made like with my other half of my brain and like other mm-hmm. people in mentor opportunities, like that's how I've been able to like, I guess, develop my leadership more and become a bit more involved in things that I've always wanted to be involved in but didn't know how to. And it's something, like, we talk about where I want to develop my leadership skills so that I can help develop others so Mm -hmm. they can help develop others. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, about the cycle thing, like, it's important for us to go, like, I don't look at, like, myself and Emra and go, we're the next leaders of the church. I go, you guys are the next leaders of the church. Like, the level down from us are. So how do we help that? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's super interesting to, like, say that from your perspective, like, it's not easy isn't the right word, but it's almost been, like, assumed that your leadership will be, like, there. But it's also cool to hear that you're like, no, we want to help develop other leaders as yeah. well. I think that's super and interesting. And I think what you said is like tapping other people on the shoulder and yeah. people that maybe don't know mm. about it. Yeah. Like, do you feel you had to pursue those leadership opportunities yourself or people encouraged you and like called you into it? I think like a little bit of both. Yeah. Like I've definitely like stuck my hand up a lot of time sure. like yeah. for things, yeah. but it's only been because I've been tapped on the shoulder like yeah. the first time. Or very aggressively forced <laughs> to come along to Easter Madness a few years ago. <laughs> like, but that's the, like I got involved in things because Em was project officer mm. and like I was trying to be a good friend and help her out as much as possible. But like because people saw that I was interested, then they tapped me on Next the shoulder. Next minute. <laughs> <laughs> Next minute. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing like it, it became one of those things where I was like well I need to I want people to see that I'm interested yeah and this is how I'm going to do that um and now I've had other opportunities where people have tapped me on the shoulders yeah. for lots of different things um so it, it's a little bit of like finding people who help you build the courage to see the yeah. potential okay. in yourself mm-hmm. as well as like having others I guess just kind of throw you in the deep end 
Faye, um, <laughs> and, and see what happens. Like you, you almost always end up swimming, whether that's like independently or whether you swim along with other people when you're thrown in the water. That's so um, cute. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it's, it's just so, like, for me, who didn't grow up in the church, it's super cool to hear that perspective in comparison to my own, mm. I think. Very cool. interesting. I had a cool quote the other day which really fits, and it's like, really good leaders don't make followers, they make more leaders. Yes. I so in that. the church, the people who are most inspirational are the ones who are tapping people on the shoulder yeah. and trying to encourage the next generation. They're not the ones saying, your way is my way and mm. follow me until the end. Like, they're the ones who are initiating new things and coming up with ways to get all the youth involved and I think that's really cool. Gosh, that's so cool. I really yeah. like that quote. Yeah. It's like building a legacy. It's mm. not not getting up and dragging people along. It's, you know, it's yeah. that continual yeah. thing of, you know, building disciples to build disciples to exactly. build disciples. Yeah. That's cool. So um, I guess uh, what are some of the, I guess, challenges you guys have seen throughout your faith, faith journey? Like what have you found challenging I mean growing up in the church again sometimes yeah. it's assumed everything's easy breezy um <laughs> because you're a part of it and you're ingrained yeah. into that yeah. kind of lifestyle but what do you think has been some challenges I think you kind of touched on it a little bit oh to be honest there I feel like I have had it all right yeah um yeah even all of my school friends people are pretty supportive even if they don't understand mm. maybe a point of challenge or conflict is because I have grown up in it they're like you've mm. never thought for yourself or it's just been yeah. ingrained in you like you don't actually know it's all a lie I don't know like they've manipulated you from birth yeah. but, <laughs> which is I think a positive and a negative definitely growing up in church it's harder to maybe distinguish your faith as your own mm-hmm. aside from your parents and things like that because people like, you only believe because of your parents and to a degree yes because I know about it and have been raised in that way to believe mm-hmm. because of my parents but my faith is very much my own yeah. yeah so yeah I think it can be a little bit tricky um I know one of the things I'm really inspired by is people who come to the faith after they've been children or even later in life mm-hmm. um and often they'll have a really amazing testimony or they'll be able yes. to share oh this is exactly when I found my faith or this is what changed and this is the amazing thing that happened and for us it's a little bit different and although we definitely have testimonies and stories of how we made our faith our own and how we were baptized and that kind of thing um it's maybe a little bit less dramatic and sometimes it can be different to share our faith because it's more to do with the way we live at our faith than the way we came to our faith mm-hmm. that yeah. we can show to others. That's, so that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. I often feel like sort of my testimony, because I, I too have grown up um, in the church. And, and so sometimes I feel like, you know, like you hear the really sort of emotional, yeah. dr- dramatic testimonies. And I often, which is fantastic and, not, you know, like yeah. I think that it's oh, yeah. so inspiring. Um, but often I feel like I'm like, mine's not worthy mine's not good enough or um so I think that that's I really like how you said about how we live out our faith as opposed to how we come to faith I I really like that because at the end of it that's right that's the crux isn't it that's what we're doing now you can have the most amazing testimony and it comes to nothing if you're not going to keep it going and keep pursuing and finding out what it means to live out the life of a Christian Mm -hmm. So we've talked about some of the challenges, which has been really, really eye-opening and reassuring for me as well. I find it very, like, sort of comforting to hear 
um, I guess it's that we're not alone and we're, mm, you know, yeah. we are, we all have different stories and we all come together and cry some stuff like that. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, uh, my heart's warm. Um, but uh, what, are, what are some highlights in your faith journey that um, come to mind? I think camps are always a massive highlight, um, whether it's Easter Madness or Springfest and some other different camps from different places. They're always super positive, just to fill up, top up in faith. Yeah, yeah. kind Energizer. of that energizer. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and then our baptism and confirmation is also just always exciting, encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really, really nice when we're able to help serve people because that's the way that I love to treat people and I think it's really fun when we can do stuff in action so Mm -hmm. for me I love it when we're able to help look after the little kids at church or help out at Sunday school yeah whenever you get a hug that's kind of a highlight oh that's sweet (laughs) yes um when we get to go overseas and go to church with all the local I don't know like all the local kids and they're singing in different languages and we know it's the same God Mm -hmm. I remember we were in Vanuatu not too long ago which was so amazing and we're in this church and there are hundreds of these um Vanuatu children and they're all singing and I was literally crying I was like this is so cool um yeah I really love it when we know that we're part of something bigger and we're all worshiping the same God and in our different ways um, do you have any specific moments? So, like, talking about highlights, like camp and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like, um, I guess yours, Jess, was a bit more of, like, a moment. Yeah. Speaking about Vanna, do you have, like, a moment that's maybe, like, a favourite of yours? Yeah. There are lots of times, but one in particular, where I was just praying with a friend and it was probably three years ago and the first time that I, like, felt God's presence overwhelm me. And we were just praying and then halfway through she stops and she's like, can you feel him? And oh, it was just so... so I don't know, cute and sweet. And we both just started like crying and hugging each other. It's just like overwhelming peace, mm-hmm. but also yeah. like tears and yeah, just amazing. Those sorts of things. And then fuel you fuel you for longer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really so cool. cool. So cool. So in terms of you're in Uniting Church world a little bit. Um, well, quite a lot actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of the Uniting Church in Queensland, where would you like to see it go? What, what, what would you like to see happen? Wow. I would love the Uniting Church to kind of maybe be a little bit more transparent, not in the sense that they're hiding anything or that they've got like a lot of secrets, but just in the sense that I guess not a lot of people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I was, we were coming in here like half an hour ago, like not many people come to Synod, not many people know kind of how the leadership works or um, how they can get involved. And I think it's really cool because we do have this whole generation of young leaders if they can aspire to work in Synod and be a part of things for the whole state or like Mm -hmm. how do they get involved and make a difference kind of on the bigger scale. Because a lot of people maybe know how everything works within their church, but how does one church fit in with other churches? How do presbyteries work? Mm. That kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So for me, I think it's one of the benefits of the Uniting Church is that we're kind of given some flexibility in our thinking almost, or you have space and have time and room to kind of form your own opinions and beliefs about certain things, Mm. um, which I think is really special and different to other churches and does help your faith to be your own as well. And also acknowledges the fact that no two people are going to believe the exact same thing. And we're all in like constant pursuit of 
the truth whilst having our own truth, you know? Yeah. Um, but within that, I think potentially there could be more different resources and things to kind of help you work your way around that. So for example, with all of the same gender marriage that occurred last year, this year, each church was allowed to kind of come to their own conclusion and decision on the different like laws and things that structures that each church had in place. And within that, each individual also was given an opportunity to express their own opinion. Yeah. And for me, being a member of the church and a member of the wider community of the Gap, um, lots of people would ask for your opinion and things on that, which was kind of difficult because if you're... And I came to the point where I was like, it's okay to not fully know what I, yeah. where I stand on this. But within that, it would have been cool to have more opportunities and resources given to help us make those decisions while still letting it be open to our own faith and our own beliefs. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think resourcing, yeah, is, is a really good, I think, um, on like a more local level I guess or like the potential to have that yeah yeah because mm. it's really special that we're allowed to make our own opinions beliefs like form our own understandings around yeah. certain topics and I think that that is definitely one thing that sets the uniting church apart from a lot of others yeah. but there has to also be some help or structure yeah. around yeah. that rather than just being like I don't know there's so many different things you could yeah. believe so many different opinions and beliefs like I don't know how to work yeah. through all of this and like yeah. sift through all of this, yeah. And I know around that time we had lots of opportunities as a church for like open discussions and we had really good kind of communication. Um, but it wasn't coming from a place where it was like, oh, these are all of the Bible verses that say these things or like it was kind of more what are your perspectives and your opinions as an individual. Um, Which both are definitely important. Yes. Like right. the totally, word is important, totally individual experiences, individual opinions, that's all like important. I just feel like it was strange for me as a 16-year-old girl to have my opinion. I mean, it's nice to have my opinion valued as much as anyone else, right? But people wanted to know what I thought and, yeah. Sometimes you need help. Right. Yeah. Really. yeah. It can yeah. Be a lot I think of that's what it is. When there's a lot of yeah. um, sort of tension and... Yeah. Uh, and you almost know whatever what you say, someone's – not everyone – no one's going to fully agree yeah. almost with what and you it's, say. it's instinct to and want to – And if you're not certain of, with it. Yeah, it's instinct to want to not upset anyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when that comes into play in forming your decisions, it can be a really tricky, confusing mm. process. Yeah. So definitely. that's really interesting to, um, yeah, to consider and think through. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you for being so vulnerable and opening up. Um, we really appreciate it. And, and it's so good to hear. I feel like you guys brought a, d a different perspective than what we've kind of had yeah. before. So I think it's super cool to hear and that's, your... that's what we're all about. That's what we're yeah. all about. <laughs> yeah. You know, acknowledging you two are both individuals with yes. your yes. own perspectives as yes. well. Don't want to, you know, blur yes. into one. Yeah. Together. <laughs> we are one. We you are not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, one time for our fave little... Everyone's fave. Edgy toffee. Edgy toffee. <laughs> so spicy. So spicy. So spicy. <laughs> okay, Emma, would you like to introduce our topic for today? So this topic, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also very, nervous. very yeah. excited about. Because yeah. yes. it's one of those ones that I feel like we get sort of... We almost don't want to talk about it, so we kind of you know, sweep it under the rug or uh -huh. yeah. it comes up in different ways and you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so 
modesty. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it important? Where does this fit in with mm-hmm. our faith? And when we were stuff. talking before about Ella wearing purple boots and <laughs> polka dot leggings to church, I was like, that's pretty funny because a lot of people think modesty is all about what, what you're wearing or mm. kind of how much attention you're drawing to yourself. And Ella would have been fully covered, right? Like no, yeah. one, no one would have called her immodest in the sense of the word, but she was still drawing a lot of attention to herself. And I mean, she loved that. She's so good at like being dramatic and having fun and being fashionable. We love her, but yeah. Oh, she's brilliant. Um, And I think it's so funny because no one would be like, oh, she can't wear that. It's immodest. Mm. Even though I think um, the whole thing with immodesty is about drawing tension and drawing attention. Like where are you drawing attention to and why Mm. are you doing that and how does that show like what you value? I think it's kind of like what type of attention as well. Right, exactly. Um, So when you said before that you feel like this isn't talked about that much, I definitely agree. It was honestly three years ago someone mentioned modesty and I was like, what even is is that? that? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, I don't know. So I went and did a good old YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of varying opinions Mm. on it Mm -hmm. like three years ago. And since then I've had some more time. So I think about it and think about what it means Mm -hmm. for me. I think it's important to say that I believe it's up to kind of an individual to work out what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Bit of a disclaimer. Yeah. And it's definitely never okay to judge someone for what else, what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, they're not Christian because they're wearing a bikini. I don't know, yeah. something like that. Um, yes. But in saying that, I think it's important to walk the talk and realise as well that if you are a Christian, you're a Christian for yourself, but in a Sometimes I feel as though with other Christians, some people might come to me with like a bad negative, a bad negative reputation, a reputation or opinion of different Christians because mm, what yeah. they've seen in other places were like, oh, they said this and then they like wore this or then they yeah. did this and then they said oh, this other thing, like Christians are hypocrites, I don't know. So it's important to kind of realise where you stand and represent that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for me, something that's always stuck with me um, is that we're here to make Christ attractive. So in everything that we do, people are seeing us and they know what we stand for if we're really open with that and they know what we believe. And so if we um, are able to show that we have a heart for God and like a heart for other people, and if we can show that through the things we wear, like rather than maybe wearing high heels, wearing something else that's maybe more practical for serving, not that that's anything to do with modesty, right? Mm. But just like being dressed in a way that you think you can best serve the Lord and making yourself attractive for Christ, maybe rather than attractive for the world. Mm -hmm. I think something that I think that kind of goes along with that is we're part of God's kingdom, just like you could be a part of a school or a part of some other organization. And when you're a part of a school, you wear the school uniform. Mm -hmm. And when you wear that uniform, you're representing that school and you're expected to wear that respectfully and correctly. And I kind of think it's like we're a part of God's kingdom and we're called to wear like that uniform and to dress as a part of that kingdom mm-hmm. and to be like respectful in that sense, which is different for an individu- each individual. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. So that's kind of one thing that I think it's like I'm wearing the kingdom's clothes and yeah, like I'm a part I of really God's like kingdom that. and like this is how I want to present myself because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And I think, um, you know, like we're talking a lot about clothes and I think that like the modesty is often linked with that like visual um, kind of perspective or um, 
kind of thought. And I guess in a lot of other contexts, modesty often does refer to what's being worn. Mm. Um, I think I find this sort of a, a, there's a bit of tension with this topic because I'm like, but feminism and yes. representing yourself yep. and expressing yeah. yourself. But the more that I've reflected on modesty for myself, um, I think that it's about, for me, um, it is about, you know, it's about how am I showing my heart for Christ yeah. in the way I wear my clothes and the way that I interact with people mm-hmm. and the way that I talk to other people. And, and I think that it's, um, for me, um, my sort of, sort of, I guess, my sort of thoughts on modesty is formed about, you know, like it's, it's more holistic than, than just clothes. Yes. Um, and it took me a long time to come around to that and kind of realise how it fits in with with me I mean I'm you know like it's you know can I serve can I serve God in what I'm wearing but also am I in a frame of like am I you know is my mind sort of in a in that sort of frame of mind to to serve as well and like I think that if we're reflecting what our heart for God is in our clothing in how we interact um, the stuff we do, the way we talk, I think that that's where, you know, it's a, it, it's about representing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if that even I, – I thought I had a point, but I feel like I've just no, no, danced no, no, around no, 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 things. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, definitely. I um I feel like all of my points were kind of covered, so I'm just going to add one little bit in because I don't want to repeat anyone because I agree with all of the above. Um, I wanted to say two things is that um I think – I feel uncomfortable talking about modesty um, because of the stereotype that's placed upon it, mm. especially when we come down to, like, Christian modesty. Mm. Um, it's like I'm not – like, if, if you tell me to wear, like, ankle-length skirts and full sleeves and all – like, I'm just <laughs> not – like, that's – it's not me. Especially mm. not in summer in Especially Australia, not in summer. Right? I just yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just think, yeah, like, one of the things – because sometimes um, – especially in these types of conversations, um, and maybe this should have been a disclaimer since the beginning, but when, when, I, when I, um, I start to get a bit caught up in conversations, I tend not to execute my thoughts and words very well. So um, I'll just, the stereotype of modesty and Christian modesty makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable mm. um, just because it's, like we've all said, it's about an individual um, and how you're comfortable with, um, I guess, if we're talking from a clothing perspective um about how you're comfortable dressing and how you're comfortable um dressing to serve I guess um the other thing is I I found um a bible verse when I was kind of doing a little more bit of research because I I just didn't know how to form my thoughts um and it says clothe clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within which is 1 Peter 3 4 um and I just feel like that kind of summed up my thoughts um, about the whole modesty situation mm. quite well is that um, you should, yeah, wear your heart for Christ mm. um, on the outside as well as on the inside. Um, so as long as you are um, serving with, I guess, your whole heart and I, if you're um, being true to who you are and being true to Christ, um, then you do you, boo. I think that it's really – that I really like how that sort of illustrates – Things. <laughs> um, I, I think that we, it can be a really dangerous um, sort of iffy line when others impose mm. their sort of 
perspective on modesty on others and stuff on camps and like things, conversations where it's not until now looking back, I was like, that's actually a really, I think it comes with, um, you know, as we have more awareness of gender equality and breaking through gender stereotypes Mm. and um, some of the damaging effects of previous cultural ingrained beliefs of things um you know by saying that someone should have been dressed better um I think you know for those who have had traumatic experiences I just think that it's important that we continue to talk about this topic so that we don't fall into a trap of letting things kind of become ingrained or continue to I think it's a perception you know it's not an explicitly said thing because we don't talk about this Mm. sort of thing Um, but particularly modesty and clothing for young women Mm -hmm. I think that that conversation really needs to continue because it's not just modest you know there's doubles we don't want to have double standards exactly Um, it's a bigger picture than that and I think that we all should be able to form our own beliefs and um, response prayerfully um, on on what it means for us as individuals Mm -hmm. because God made us all unique and beautiful and we I believe that we should be able to um, express ourselves in a way that we think Christ wants us to exactly yeah I was really blown away for my birthday just gone a couple months ago my auntie gave me this beautiful calligraphy print that is above my bed and it says, for she is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear, fear of, of the future. future. And I really love that because yeah. you can wear clothes that make you strong, like feel strong and beautiful, but mm-hmm. it's more about that. It's more about how, how are you clothing your heart? Like mm. what are yep. you filling yourself with? What are you overflowing with to the world? And if that can be strength and dignity, then you can laugh without fear of the future. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry what other people are thinking or what God is thinking because, you know, he's always going to be proud of you and it's really wonderful. Yeah, that's it. I think that, that. that that's the perfect way yeah. to end that. Oh, <laughs> that's my really gosh. I really love that verse. That's really... I think, um, like Em said, this is a really important conversation to continue um, and I would love to hear lots of others' perspectives. So if you do have um, thoughts on modesty, um, whether you agree, disagree, other thoughts, whatever it is, um, please send us through some questions, thoughts, opinions because, like, it's it's such a deep topic to talk about. And I think have have conversations with one another. Mm. Um, Don't, like, I think that if once we start changing what is an edgy topic to an okay topic (laughs) hey big kids of god it's editing emma here and we spoke about modesty for about another half an hour after we said oh this is a really great way to end and we touched on some really important topics that were super relevant and really key in this conversation but we just couldn't squeeze into this one edgy topic segment so if you'd like to hear more about what we discussed let us know and we can continue the conversation but in the meantime back to the pod fave of the week <laughs> yes yes Talia. look she could 
have our yeah, own podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Split the table. So, Michelle, what was your favorite of the week? <laughs> I love this. I am loving this. What is my favorite of the week? Oh, I got a haircut. No way. Yeah, that's really nice. Very I love vain fabulous. of me. I um, wouldn't have known. Yeah, no, I used to have, for anyone who didn't know, I used to have really long hair. I was growing it for like two years and it wow. was my pride and joy um, through reasons. It was like elbow length. It, it was like wow. elbow, like almost waist kind of hitting level, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, yeah, look, through things that I could not control, it all just was not nice. So I chopped it all off. <laughs> um, I'm still coming to terms with it. Um, it's still weird when I like touch my hair that it ends at yeah. a certain spot. It's like collarbone collarbone level thank yeah. you yeah yep. um so yeah that's my fave healthy hair it's i love it it does look I also it's have... also like the same length as mine now so we're just like slowly yeah. becoming one <laughs> seriously though <laughs> the no, first I thing, really the first thing i said to emma i was like we're even more twins now <laughs> so that's exciting yes i love it talia what's your fave Ooh. very random <laughs> um so pears because I the feel fruit? like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like we just started buying them again recently. Yeah, we never pears are pears. really good. That's been a fave this week. <laughs> the other thing is I watched Frozen 2, which yes. wasn't a fave. Okay. But I kind of quite like the song. So I've been listening mm-hmm. to them a little bit as well. Nice. That's been a fave. Cool. Yeah. Jess. Jess. <laughs> so this time last week, I was with an amazing group of young people at UQ and we had a massive um, session week thing there which was so 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 cool um but my favorite thing so these are some quote-unquote highest achieving young people kind of in the state and we had them here and then all of a sudden one of the mentors on this camp put on just dance on this like massive screen <laughs> yes. in a lecture theater the biggest lecture theater yes. at eq Love everyone it. just gets up starts dancing <laughs> has the best time it was so funny and since then just get on youtube google um just dance any song you like it'll be there but make sure you choose one that has five stars so it feels like you're getting all the dance moves right oh yes <laughs> it's not oh, actually that's, sexy that's, that's such a good tip oh my gosh i, I love that. that so much so yeah just that's dance so everywhere. good uh, emma what was your fave well i have written down that my fave is my cats which it always love is it. that's wow. just standing um obviously um but really my fave for this week is my boyfriend Connor who I mean also always Yay! my fave he was on last week no but he graduated last Yay! night he did a double degree so he is now a uni graduate and I'm just really proud of him and he worked really hard and it was yeah. like six years of uni which sounds Crazy. terrible because I did half of, of that Connor. and I was like that's yeah. enough so I'm just really proud of him and he's my fave so, I mean he's always my fave too but it like, <laughs> gross anyway well Aww. Yeah. It's to the end of our I feel like we talked for a really long time, but like I still so want quickly. it to have gone for longer. Yeah. Oh, we could talk for so long. Just, I mean, we do. We will. Yeah. We will. <laughs> we will continue to talk forever. But we'll save, um, save our wonderful listeners um, from having to sit through more <laughs> yeah. chit-chat. Um, but thank you guys so much for thank coming so on board. Thanks for having us. Really, and yeah. really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing and kind of, you know, we talked about some uncomfortable things and it's not always easy, but I really appreciate you being open in that in that space and we can as we continue these conversations, um, you know, hopefully things can become easier mm. yeah. for everyone. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, so thank you guys so much. And to say thank you to um, both for uh, being 
big supporters of our podcast yeah. too. Oh, you are. Our little champions. <laughs> um, and so special, yeah, we want to give a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to our podcast little series. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the start of an adventure. We don't know what will happen next year. Yep. Um, but we definitely want to continue having conversations with lots of people because, I mean, we barely scrape the surface. Mm. Queensland's a very large state yes. and there's so many, <laughs> so many amazing young people um, across Queensland in the Uniting Church and mm. and beyond um, and we want to chat to you guys. So so we, we are very hopeful that um, whatever happens, we'll, we'll be in touch. It's all in God's so hands now. That's it. Yeah. So it's exciting okay. things to come. And thank you to everyone who sent us um, feedback or just like messages of support. Um, it kind of sometimes feels like you're talking to yourself um, when you're recording this. <laughs> yeah, especially um, when it's you and I yeah, just I chatting. Say, yeah. <laughs> when it's Emma and I, we're definitely just, it feels like we're just catching up. Um, so the fact that we actually have people um, out there who are listening um, and, and are thinking, I guess, highly of it enough to send us a message, um, we just so appreciate all the support. Yeah. Um, it, Emma and I were very nervous coming into this, um, but... Yeah, it's just been an incredible time. So thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. So thank you. That's, thank you. That's it. That's our season. So stay tuned. Keep an eye out for things. There's going to be some announcements coming out in terms of sort of broader happenings yep. in this space. Um, so, so I guess stay tuned. Stay tuned. you'll hear see from us soon oh yeah no we're not going anywhere we're not going anywhere you're stuck with us now (laughs) sorry